0: This is Witness Radio with Ryan Muniac, where you learn biblical evangelism from real life encounters.
1: Hey there, welcome to Witness Radio, the show where you learn how to share your faith the right way, the biblical way, by listening to real-life witnessing encounters and hearing from experts in biblical evangelism. I'm your host, Ryan Muniac, and just so you know, you can leave feedback by calling 513-98070. Or you can email us, find us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. And our website is witnesstalkradio.org. And I also encourage you to subscribe to Witness Radio on your favorite podcast app. This episode of Witness Radio is brought to you by Audible. I know you like listening to stuff because you're listening to me right now. So go to witnesstalkradio.org slash Audible and sign up for a free audiobook and 30-day trial today. I'm here with my friend Eric. Eric, say hi. (laughs) Hi. And... We've been walking around trying to come up with something to interview people about in order to get into gospel conversations. And the guy that we were gonna go talk to is walking away. Lovely. Oh man, (laughs) we got nothing. (laughs) All right, so our problem today is that we can't think of anything to get into a conversation with people about. So what happens in that scenario? You know, you want to go talk to someone about the gospel, but you don't know how to start the conversation. You don't know what to get into in order to start the conversation. So let's just pick someone. Hey, got a minute to be on the
0: radio? Sure. Awesome.
1: What's your name and do I have permission to use this interview for all media purposes?
0: Blake and sure.
1: This is called Witness Radio. It's a Christian radio show. Uh, We're on the campus today and we're just kind of talking to people, see what's going on in their minds. So let me ask you, Blake. I just told you that it's a Christian radio show.
0: What type of worldview
1: or what type of uh, religious background or upbringing
0: do you have? Uh, I was raised Christian. Christian background. Okay. And any specific denomination or anything? I went to non-denominational church growing up. Okay. Yep. Um,
1: so, what do you believe about Christianity? Do you? You know, you say you grew up Christian. Do you still uh, believe that worldview, or have you kind of gone away from that now that you're in college or something like that?
0: I believe there's good, uh, like, tenets and teachings of it. I'm not so sure. Like, 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 with a bunch of different religions, there's different there's good teachings. I'm not so sure about the whole, it being 100% true. But there's, there's definitely some good parables to live by. I think so, and that's what I think.
1: Okay. So, would you say that the Bible is... True and literal, at least in the areas where it's uh, professes to be taken
0: literal. Do I think it's literally true? Right. No, no. No. Okay. Why do you think that? because um, there's there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of claims in it that are not not true. So if it's literally true, then those things wouldn't be true. But we know they're true. So. Okay.
1: Um, just for uh, sake of argument, could you name? One off the top of your head, something that uh, the Bible claims is true but is not true.
0: It said that the earth is cribbed for the stars, when we know that the stars cribbed for the earth. Okay. How do we know that? Well, we uh, can. When you look um, in space, uh, time, uh, light takes time to travel to the earth, and uh, we can see. If you look look farther out in space, we can see stars forming, and obviously, since we orbit the star, we like the star would have to be here before the earth would be here okay and you get that information
1: from school and education all that stuff right yes okay so let me ask now that uh you have i would say you have a different worldview than the traditional christian worldview what do you believe now or do you have any type of religious belief now that it, other than the Christian worldview?
0: I mean, no, not really. Except, like, I, I take some some of the parables, some of the good parables, but, like, um... What's the parable? Um. So, basically, you, you don't really follow any specific religion. You just kind of live life... There's some good teachings. Like, throughout civilizations, have used stories to teach morals. The Greeks did it. You know, the Christianity has done it. And, I mean some good stories and they teach moral lesson, but I don't see them as literally happened. Okay. Yeah. So, do you believe that what the Bible
1: teaches regarding Jesus is true?
0: Like that what happened to him actually happened? Right, that he died on the cross to pay for
1: the sins of the world and then rose three days later defeating death and offering people eternal life.
0: Uh, Not really, no. And why don't you believe that? Because if other parts of the Bible aren't true, I have no reason to believe that an even crazier part of the Bible like that would be true. You know, people rising from the dead. Okay.
1: So let me ask uh, now that you've kind of walked away from the the Christian faith, uh, what would you say happens to someone after they die?
0: I do not know, but I would assume that it would be like what happened before you were born. So, nothing. Okay. And
1: do you think you're a pretty good person? Yeah. Sure. So if if you were to die and there were an afterlife, and uh, you know God said. You know, comes up and sees you after you die. Do you think you would be good enough to get into heaven?
0: Um, which God?
1: That's a good question. You know, which God and which, which uh, afterlife am I talking about? Um, well, for since we're doing a Christian
0: radio show, let, let's focus on the Christian God. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, to the Christian God, like I know that you have to be a Christian to go to heaven. But what I mean, I don't really worry about that because. If there is a God, I have no way of knowing which God he is. And I would maybe be saved in one religion, but damned in all the other ones. So, gotcha. yeah. Okay.
1: Well, according to the Christian faith, uh, specifically in Romans chapter 1, it says that you do know that there is a God and that you do know that which God is real, that it's the God of the Bible, uh, because of. Uh, what he has revealed to you through creation, through your conscience. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know that God exists, but you suppress that truth in unrighteousness or in your sins. You, You deny him because you love your sin. What do you think about that?
0: I don't think that's true.
1: So, do you think you have sinned?
0: By if Christian standards, yes, everyone has. Okay. Like lying or stealing, yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, according to the Bible,
1: another part of the Bible, one that you probably don't believe, says all liars will have their part in the lake of fire, hell. So if the God of the Bible is real, uh-huh. and if you stand before him on judgment day yeah. after you die, and he judges you based on that standard, does it concern you that you would be
0: going to hell? If it was true, then sure. But I don't think it is true, so it doesn't. Okay. Well, whether you believe in it or not, it is true. And I yeah, it's something's true or not true, regardless of what you believe in. But I mean, I could say the same thing, uh, vice versa. I mean, I just don't think it's true.
1: Well. I want to encourage you to investigate the Bible. Mm -hmm. Investigate all the world religions. But here's the one difference between biblical Christianity and every other world religion. Every other world religion says you have to do something to merit eternal life or whatever the good afterlife is in those world religions. In biblical Christianity, you can't do anything to merit eternal life. It's only what God did for you through Jesus Christ. Dying on the cross to pay for your sin like a sacrifice, a payment. And then he rose three days later, defeating death. And he says repent. Turn from your sinful nature and put your trust in him alone and then you can have eternal life. That's the big difference. Works-based or non-works-based. Okay, So that's what you need to think about regarding world religions. And I would encourage you to, to Bible, and, you know, look into these things. See if what I'm saying is true. The book of John would be a good starting place for that. You're listening to this video. All right, so, uh, interview with Blake. It was interesting. Uh, I have to admit, I'm a little, uh, rusty. I'm out of practice. And, uh, yeah that that's one way that you can start a conversation with pretty much anybody is talk about their worldview their their background and when you have no ideas on how to start a conversation uh, as eric did hand them a gospel track say hey did you get one of these and then you can say just come right out with it and say hey this is a gospel track talks about the christian worldview and you can get into it from there. Say, this is about the Christian worldview, what is your worldview? What do you believe about the afterlife, about God, about the Bible? And take it from there and try to get the gospel into the message or into the conversation because that's what it's all about is getting the gospel in there. That's what is the power of God unto salvation. Do you enjoy listening to Witness Radio? Would you like to help us continue making great content for you? Then please visit witnesstalkradioorg audible and sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. You'll get a free audiobook of your choice and you'll be supporting this show. Need a suggestion? How about Raising Godly Children in an Ungodly World by Ken Ham and Steve Ham? It doesn't cost you a dime, but it's a huge help to us and you get a free audiobook out of the deal. So go to witnesstalkradioorg audible and start your free trial today.
2: Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people lost and helpless like sheep without a shepherd and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com.
1: All right, so Joe... We are on the UC campus, University of Cincinnati. And my buddy Eric and I were, were, were a couple of born-again Christians. We're, we do a Christian radio show, talking to people about God and all kinds of things like that. And we saw you sitting here, and you know, we wanted to get some of your personal thoughts on, on life. Uh, first, if, if you don't mind uh, sharing with... Listeners, uh, how old are you? 80. (laughs) Wow, 80 years old. That is amazing. So, Joe, in your 80 years of life here on this earth, what would you say is the most important thing you've learned the entire time you've been here? I would say uh, belief in God. Uh, any particular God?
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you know.
1: Okay. Are, are you a Christian? Yes. Oh, okay, wonderful. Uh, what uh, denomination or anything oh, uh, Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. So now, um, my friend and I, uh, we actually uh, would would disagree with that, not, not to be mean, but we would say that uh, Roman Catholics are actually not Christian. Um, not, not to say that uh, they can't be Christians, but usually they're not because they have certain beliefs that go against uh, the teachings of the Bible. Uh, for example, uh, one thing that they believe is that Mary, is a co-mediator with Jesus, and that she can hear everybody's prayers all at once, and that she has the power over Jesus to make him do whatever she wants. Do you agree with uh, any of those statements? Um, My feeling is that uh...
2: Uh, God chose her to be the mother of Jesus, you know, and uh, so I think it's hard for Jesus to decline any request that she may ask him, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Would you say that that is essentially giving her godly attributes because she can hear the prayers of every person all at once and she has equal power with Jesus? Um
2: I think I would uh decline to comment on that because uh i I'm not uh quite sure you know uh the Catholic Church's teaching is, uh, is as i say she's the mother of god uh, we, we we were taught that. But as far as these other things you're saying, I I just, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like uh, I'm equipped
1: to comment on, on
0: okay. those things.
1: Let me change the uh, subject slightly. And another thing that uh, Catholics believe, uh, specifically about Protestants, is that they are cursed because they believe that you can be saved. Through faith alone, apart from doing good deeds, doing works. Uh, whereas well, the Catholics believe that you, you have to work. That, uh, the
2: Catholic Catholic Church uh, teaches that Protestants are cursed.
1: That uh, I forget where it is, but I'll have to find that reference. But so, do you believe personally? Do you believe that? You have to do works to get to heaven or to keep yourself uh, saved. Uh, I believe we need to do good works. Well, uh, we we would agree with you that you need to do good works, but not in order to keep yourself saved or to be saved. The good works are to us. Uh, from our reading of the Bible, it says to do good works to show that you are saved, but not to save you. Do you agree with that? (laughs) Um, I believe we,
2: uh, in order to be saved, we, we need to do good works. Okay.
1: And how many good works do you have to do to know for sure that you are saved?
2: Oh, <laughs> I, I've never heard of a number on that. <laughs> yeah. I think it varies with people, you know, with their abilities and different things, situations and all. Okay.
1: Well, see, the, the reason that uh, Protestants disagree with the Catholics on this issue is because that essentially is saying that Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross was not enough to save us but that we need to add to his work that he did but the Bible says that he paid once for all sin and Ephesians 2 8 through 10 talks about how it is by faith that we are saved or well it is by grace that we are saved through Faith. It's not of works. It's not by works that we're saved. So that that that's why why we have that that difference there. You know that, why we're concerned uh, about uh, Catholics who say that you know you have to work in order to be saved or to stay saved because it contradicts what the Bible teaches.
2: Um, again, I just don't feel like I. Uh, know how to comment on that. I do believe that uh, we need to do good works, and uh, uh, I believe that uh, uh, we're saved uh, through Jesus, and uh, but we also need to do good works—not certainly not bad works. Right.
1: <laughs> and again, just at the level, we we would agree that. We need to be doing good things, but we don't say do good things to merit salvation.
2: Well, I think that can be one motive,
1: one motive,
2: uh, also you know uh, for love of God and love of neighbor, you know because the commandments you know first love God with all your mind, your strength, your heart and uh, and then love your neighbor as yourself. The second commandment is like the first, you know?
1: Yeah. Alrighty. Well... So love is uh, The uh, important thing there. <laughs> right. I, I agree. Love is very important. And that's why I'm talking to you today. That's why Eric, my buddy Eric and I are out here sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ is because we love people enough to tell them how to get to heaven. We don't want anyone to go to hell. And let me ask you this. This this will be our our closing here, Joe, is uh, what is the gospel? What is the gospel?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I I think there are many gospels actually. Uh, um, Could we say maybe uh, uh, if we try to you know, sum it all up. Could we say uh, the gospel of love,
1: maybe? Or, uh, okay. okay. Huh? Um, well, according to the Bible, the gospel or the good news is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. What he did to well, save...
2: love. He. Yeah. Uh, Jesus
1: showed by doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what he did on that cross for you and for me is amazing love. You know, to be perfect and sinless and righteous and holy and God in the flesh to come to this earth. True God and true man. Yes, absolutely. And to die on a cross like a common criminal. To to take the punishment that you and I deserve because we've all sinned. We've all broken God's law. Lying, stealing, idolatry, uh, not putting God first in all things. We've all broken God's law. We all deserve to go to hell according to the Bible. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's the good news, that he died to take our place, to take our punishment... And then he rose three days later, defeating death, and he says, Here here I am. (laughs) We'll we'll get going. All right, so Joe. Thank
2: you, and your name is? I'm Ryan. Ryan. And Joe,
1: that's Eric. And Joe, I just want to tell you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Jesus said, in order to get eternal life, we need to be born again. We need to repent or turn from our sinful nature and put our trust in Jesus Christ alone. And that's how we can be saved. You know you should read your Bible every day, but things just seem to get in the way. How would you like it if someone else did the reading for you? Bible 365 is a new podcast that reads your daily dose of Scripture for you. There's no annoying chapter breaks to distract you or personal commentary to confuse you. Just listen to God's Word on Bible 365, and you'll get through the whole Bible in one year. Go to muniacfamilycom slash Bible365 or find Bible365 on your favorite podcast app.
0: The children of Lima, Peru face many difficulties. Hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministry seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org.
1: You may struggle to get into a conversation, but God provides opportunities and the means to do so. For the first person, for Blake, we gave him a gospel tract, and that started the conversation for Joe, we had asked him previously to be on the show and he declined, but then he rethought about it. And I just asked him, you know, what his views on life were being 80 years old. God has given him 80 years on this earth. And I pray that before Joe dies and meets God, I pray that he would examine the truth of scripture and put his trust in the God of the Bible, not in the Catholic God, the false God that they have created. So please, pray for Blake, and pray for Joe.
0: You're listening to Witness Radio.
1: Okay, so before I get out of here, I want to share with you some upcoming events and outreaches. Now, for outreaches specific to Witness Radio, go to witnesstalkradio.org and click on the events page, which will take you to where all of our events are listed. Most of them are probably under CCN Cincinnati, which is Christian Collegiate Network, which is the parent ministry of Witness Radio. And the one that we have up there for regular outreaches right now is abortion prevention or gospel outreach at Planned Parenthood. You can find all the details at at that link. I'll leave it in the show notes. But please, join me to share the gospel and save babies at Planned Parenthood every Wednesday from 10 until noon. I would love to see you there, to, to minister with you, alongside you, to reach the lost, and to hopefully save some babies. April 28th and 29th is the annual Ohio Fire Conference. I am super stoked about this, because they've got Justin Peters there this year, one of my favorite preachers is going to be speaking, and I'm really looking forward to meeting him. And I know you would enjoy getting to hear him speak. He really focuses on the health, wealth, prosperity gospel, so that would be great teaching for you to get fed because it's such a prevalent false gospel message in today's society, and we need to know how to defend against it. And this conference, Ohio Fire Conference, it's absolutely free. But you do need to register because you get free stuff if you do. And it's ohiofire.org to register. Make sure you sign up. I am hoping I will see you there. I'll have a table on behalf of Living Waters. So make sure you stop by and see me. May 13th, I won't be at this one, but my friends Anthony Silvestro and John Echel, they're putting this conference on called In the Beginning God great guys, and they just came out with a book that hopefully I'll get to read and review eventually. I won't be at their conference, but I know they put on a good conference, so make sure you check that out. Links are in the show notes for all the conferences and outreaches and and events that I mentioned. May 13th, In the Beginning God Conference, they're focusing on the Reformation. July 24th through the 27th, I'm going to be at the Answers in Genesis World Religions and Cults Conference in Florence, Kentucky. And they've got a great lineup of speakers and topics touching on all the major world religions and cults. There's going to be Todd Friel, Emile Zwayne, Easy from Living Waters is going to be there, a bunch of AIG speakers, of course. So if you want to know more about world religions and how to refute them, you need to be at this conference. The Answers in Genesis World Religions and Cults Conference from July 24th through the 27th. August 3rd through the 6th. I'm going to be in New York City, and you should join me for Repent and Witness. Now, you don't have much time left to register for this. Deadline is May 10th. Go to repentandwitness.com to sign up for this annual mission trip to New York City. It is an amazing time. It's like 12 hours straight for four days of nonstop biblical evangelism in the, on the streets of New York City. It's amazing. Uh, everyone who goes it raves about it. And I actually had a couple of church friends who went last year, and they raved about it when they came back. So it's an awesome event. If you can make it, please do. It's great. And lastly, August 11th and 12th, is the NOAA conference put on by Generations Ministry. And I will be there on behalf of Living Waters again. And easy. Emile Zwayne from Living Waters, the president, is actually going to be there speaking as well. So please come by and see him. Come come see me at the, at the booth. That's also in Florence, Kentucky. And another great conference that's going to be happening. All of these conferences and events are amazing. And I'm really looking forward to them. But most importantly... I'm looking forward to meeting you at any of these events. Because if you listen to the show, I want to meet you. I want to know who you are. I want to put a face to the number. So come out to these conferences and come see me. Introduce yourself. Come talk to me. Maybe I'll even give you a free gift. No guarantees. We'll see. And lastly, if you haven't been to the Witness Radio website lately, witnesstalkradio.org, then you probably have overlooked the fact that there's a whole nother podcast on the website called Witnessing Tips. It's daily witnessing tips from Witness Radio, from me, where it's a one-minute segment five days a week, Monday through Friday, where I talk about random things regarding evangelism and how to share the gospel and transition challenges, all different kinds of stuff. So at the very end of this episode, after the outro music after Elaine's little spiel at the end. At the very, very end, I will play one of those witnessing tips, just so that you can get a taste, if you haven't heard them yet already. But those are available on the website, witnesstalkradio.org, and you can even subscribe to those in your favorite podcast app as well as this show. So please go do that and check them out. I hope that they will encourage you and edify you and be a blessing to you. But that's it for me, finally, today. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Witness Radio. Please visit the website, witnesstalkradio.org, to find the show notes with links to all the events and outreaches and other things. And please, leave feedback. I want to hear from you. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you think about the show. And if you're on social media, stop by and say hi. Facebook and Twitter is where we're at. I think we're even on Google, but who really uses Google Plus? Anyway, if you like this show or any other episode, then please share it with your friends. So now that the show is over, it's time for you to go. That is to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. May God bless you.
0: This show has been a production of the Muniac family. Please pray for us as we continue to minister in the tri-state area and around the globe with Christ-centered programs. Was Jesus in the grave for three days or only two? Here's Ryan Muniak, the host of Witness Radio with your daily witnessing tip.
1: Skeptics claim that Jesus failed to fulfill the prophecy about his death being for three days and three nights since Jesus died on Friday and rose on Sunday. But from the historical and biblical view, a new day started when it got dark, not at midnight. Now, do you remember how darkness fell upon the land during Jesus' death? It's during this period of darkness, or night, that Jesus was buried. Therefore, early Friday afternoon would be one night, late Friday afternoon would count for one day, Friday evening would be the second night, Saturday during daylight is the second day, Saturday after sunset started the third night, and Jesus rose after daybreak on Sunday morning, which would count as day number three.
0: Go to witnesstalkradio.org for more tips on how to share the gospel biblically by listening to real-life witnessing encounters. That's witnesstalkradio.org.